Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time is most appropriate for you as you are tuning in. Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. I am delighted to have you here with me for just a little while on today. This is such a beautiful day, a little breezy outside, but it's a beautiful day nonetheless. And my Bible that I read that is open before me tells me that this is the day that the Lord has made and that I should rejoice and be glad in it. And so that's what I'm doing. I am rejoicing on this gorgeous spring day. How about you? I hope that whatever you're doing, you are at least getting a chance, an opportunity to enjoy some of the beauty around the nature, the sunshine, the breeze, the trees blowing, you know, just take it in, just enjoy it. Um, I'm not going to be very long today. I'm actually going to skip the rest of my intro going to quickly tell you where my podcast can be heard on the various platforms that I am still so grateful for and grateful for my listeners that take time to, you know, tune in and even go back to some of the older and archived episodes that I've recorded. Um, Anchor, Brinker, mm, Anchor, Brinker, I'm, I'm rhyming, <laughs> Breaker. Spotify, Spreaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Castbox, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Geo Seven, J I O S A A V N, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Pandora, Radio Public, and Deezer. And Reset Today can still be heard on YouTube. And so. I'm actually still in my busy season, busy mode, but it is such a good thing. It is a really, really good thing. And I'm going to be leaving out of here in just a little bit, but I haven't had the time to, uh, you know, record over these last few days. And I somehow just kind of started and impromptu YouTube channel. It just kind of seemed to fall in place. This is something that, you know, my husband and my son definitely have been trying to get me to do for quite some time. I'm talking about probably the last two years this topic has been coming up and I just never really wanted to do one, just wasn't really interested. I do have um, 
one that I started probably about six, seven years ago, just kind of posting some of our music and, you know, things that we were recording. But I never really had a desire to have an active, you know, uh, YouTube page. So um, my son Christian had really, really, really been trying to get me to do this. And then my husband went out and bought me some brand spanking new pots, just unexpectedly, no reason, no holiday, no birthday, not Mother's Day yet. And just wanted to get me some new pots. So we bought these really good stainless steel pots and then bought me a really huge uh, cast iron skillet. And unbeknownst to me, it just sparked. It just sparked something in me. The next day I'm out taking care of stuff and now I'm stopping in stores and buying, you know, containers and new bakeware and foil and all these, you know, things from my kitchen. And my son brings it up again, like, you know, you really should go ahead and just do a channel. You know, you cook all the time. And so we just kind of started Sunday I think, yeah, it was no Saturday. We were about to go out and wash cars and, you know, do some stuff like that. And I was blending a smoothie. So my son was like, let me just, you know, introduce you on my channel and we'll do just do a few videos and, you know, whatever. Just try it, mom. And so we did. And I ended up having a lot of fun. And I think over the next few days, we recorded about four different videos of me, you know, making stuff. So I kind of started that, been a little busy. I'm still in my classes. I signed up for a second online class, completed the first one, uh, just staying busy, just staying in the game. And so I did want to continue on with this series that I started over a week ago entitled Profiles, Women in Need of Healing. And in those uh, episodes, I talked quite a bit about Tamar from 2 Samuel chapter 13. And I talked about some personal, you know, daddy stuff and, you know, mixed in the the last episodes. And now I just want to move on and talk just a little bit about another woman that we find in the Old Testament, who I believe that all of us can relate to in one way or another, actually not just females, male and female, maybe men even more so. But this character uh, related to us in the Old Testament happens to be a female who wakes up one day and finds herself in a predicament. And um, every single time I read or hear or come across these verses, reading blogs, listening to messages, it really does give me some things to think about. And so as I mentioned on the other episodes, I wrote this idea on a card back on July 14th, 2021 at 4 a.m. in the morning when I was up, couldn't sleep, and I grabbed my Bible. And so um, this woman, 
she was a widow and found herself in debt. And so I jotted down here on this card that she was in need of a financial miracle. And probably I'm going to say, um, I'm sure she was in need of a lot more than that being as though she had, you know, lost her husband and she had sons to raise. So we know that there's emotional stuff going on, traumatic and all of that. Um, I'm not going to really deal with that, but I'm just going to just look at what the scripture tells us about this woman. And the verse starts out second Kings chapter four. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha saying, thy servant, my husband is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. So we basically get the backdrop. This is what's going on in her life at this moment. We are not told how much time had passed or you know, really any of the surrounding circumstances, but this is her issue. Now, women, you know, like I know, as women, we have some issues, some created, some not created, but nevertheless, we sometimes find ourselves in situations. So this woman was in a situation and she needed some help. So she went to the prophet Elisha, who was Elijah, the prophet's successor. And in verse two, it says, and Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Oil. Now, in our society and our culture and in the times that we live in, we probably wouldn't have even thought of anything like that. You know, that's like nothing. A, a pot of oil, you probably would be like me, like, okay, I, I have some oil, but what exactly can I do with just some oil? But he says to her, then he said, go. Borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons and shalt pour out into all those vessels and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So now she receives instructions, probably something that she hadn't thought of. I don't think that I would have thought of that. And, you know, I guess it pays to be obedient. And I know me, the type of person that I am, I probably would have had a problem right there as soon as he said, go borrow. I've always been like that. Even, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really understand why. Even as a, ch a child, a young girl, I just didn't like asking people for things. And I can remember sometimes my mother would send me, you know, we lived around three of her sisters at the time. And 
you know, they were sisters. They borrow things from each other. And sometimes my mother would say, well, go over to your Aunt Lisa's and ask her to give you this. And I would, I would frown up my face. And she just told me one day, she said, you know, one day, she said, you got a lot of pride. One day, God is going to deal with you and your pride. Just go over there and get what I told you to get. I just, I don't know why. I did not like asking for anything. And to this day, I'm still pretty much the same way. I did not like needing anything or having to depend on anyone for anything. But nonetheless, she was in a situation. She needed some help. So thank God she got up and she knew the place where she could go, apparently, because she got the advice or the answer, the help that she needed in the situation that he didn't say, okay, here, let me give you what it is that you need to get yourself out of this situation. That wasn't the answer. What he did was, I'll say he empowered this woman to be able to help herself in the situation. So it says in verse five, So she went from him and shut the door upon her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out and it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more and the oil stayed or it stopped. The oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God. See, he didn't even give her everything at once. He just told her, okay, this is what you do first. And then when she went back to him, he gives her the second part of the instruction. He said, now go sell the oil and pay the debt and live thou and thy children of the rest. And so I always think whenever I read this story or similar stories, because I've I've been in situations like this, you know, in my life, being married, having children, you you can run into uh, financial situations. Many of us do. And sometimes, you know, you may be able to get some help in some areas, but then sometimes Maybe you're not. I know what that feels like. And then you just kind of have to sit down and think. You have to really sit down and think about the situation. Like, okay, this is what it is now. What do I need to do? How can I work this out? How can I get through this? Many of us are, you know, uh, women who have faced a lot of challenges. We go through, I said that, I think in those episodes, I talked about how, you know, we as women, we, we go through so much. We carry so much weight. We're the ones who carry our children. We give birth to our children. And in my case, I delivered one and a half of my children. My daughter was born at home because after three false alarms, she would not enable me almost five o'clock in the morning to get back to the hospital. So by the grace of God and with his help, 
I delivered my child alone. And the second my son, uh, Rashan, the second, I'll, I'll say almost self-delivery was when he was born in 95 during the Mike Tyson fight where the doctor, the nurses, and then my husband were so engrossed in the hype. The fight was just starting. I'm in labor. I don't have time, as the doctor told me, to make it to the delivery room. So they started to set up. And as they were setting up and everybody's eyes on the television and they're talking about the expectation of the fight and you hear the commentators, I'm on a table breathing and my son just decides to make his entrance. And all I had time to say was, uh, I, th I think the baby's coming. And the doctor turned around and put his hands out in time to catch my son. <laughs> and his response was, you need to come and show these ladies how to, how to have some babies. <laughs> So those were, you know, some of my experiences with that. You know, we go through all of that, the pain, the discomfort, the agony. And then, you know, we're caring for and raising our kids and we're cooking. And, you know, I was just in my kitchen a little while ago cooking, uh, making a pot of I made curry uh, chicken soup, chicken and rice soup. And so we decided to capture that, you know, for another video or whatever. And it, it's not so much that me for me, as I was telling my son, I don't have to really work at, uh, oh, okay. I need to schedule this. He's like, we, we need to schedule. Cause I have a YouTube channel. And I was like, I don't really need to schedule. Just get some footage when I'm in the kitchen because I'm in there all the time. But amid all of the other responsibilities, you know, I'm a full-time, you know, homeschool mom. And my husband actually works outside of the home, uh, full-time. I have a part-time business, but then there's so much other stuff that's going on and I'm responsible for a lot, the care of the home, you know, things that need to be done. And so, you know, this is our plight as women, especially, you know, when we make certain choices, we make choices to have families and, you know, have children and, you know, start certain careers and take chances on certain relationships. And, you know, the list is endless. And so we're in a totally different I guess you could say frame of reference because we didn't live in the times that Elisha and this woman lived. And so I can actually imagine that it probably was even more difficult for her being in this situation because of the times and the customs. And there weren't as many resources as available as they are for us today. And, you know, so I thank God for that. I don't know about you. I'm happy about that, that we have resources. We have a, a government system in place. Not that it is fail proof or it always works, but we have technology. We have agencies that we can go through. There is counseling, a myriad of all types of counselors and uh, coaches and mentors and all of this. But I'm, I'm so glad that she at least had enough wisdom to go to the man of God. I'm sure, I'm quite sure she heard of all of the miracles that Elisha did. Remember, without going into the story, because that's a whole nother message. 
Elisha received a double portion of Elijah's anointing. And so he produced double the miracles of Elijah. So he gave her a strategy and it wasn't anything fancy. It wasn't anything uh, super uh, complicated. It wasn't really major. It was just, okay, I hear your situation. I sympathize with you. You know, the woman had lost her husband and now she has to carry on and she has to raise her sons. And if that wasn't enough, her husband left her in debt. That's a whole nother topic I don't want to get into because I know from the various sources, the books I've read, stories I've heard, testimonies I've heard, there are many women who did not know what was going on in the finances. The husband handled everything and then he died or they got divorced and, you know, things just totally break down and you find yourself one day waking up like what in the world how how did i get here and what am i going to do about this situation many have faced bankruptcy many have had you know to to move from their homes and all kinds of things from from search you know circumstances like this so you know it happens it was happening then it happens now you know it's a part of life and so because of her obedience because of her obedience i'm gonna say it one more time because of her obedience. She was obedient to what the man of God told her to do in the situation. And the situation worked out and it probably, maybe it wasn't easy to go to her neighbors, you know, and borrow these vessels, but she had to do it. Nonetheless, you know, how many times are we faced with, I can, so many times I don't even want to begin to try to count or really think there's many a times I've had to do things. I've had to ask, I've had to tell someone something that was going on in order to get the help that I needed. Sometimes, you know, ladies, it's just what we have to do. So she went out, she borrowed the vessels. She poured the oil. I heard one pastor say, when she poured the oil out and she said to her son, let me see which verse is this, uh, verse six. And she said, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more. This pastor said he believes that the oil would have continued on if there were more vessels. He said that was spoken spoken out of the mouth of the son, like, okay, there is no more. She probably could have stopped. She could have borrowed some more. They could have looked at the oil and said, okay, the oil is getting low. Let's go get some more vessels. But she said, bring me some more. He said, we're out mom. And she looked, everything was filled up. So it was like, okay, I've done what he instructed me. Now let me go back to the man of God and get the next revelation about this situation. Now that the oil is filled up in these borrowed vessels, what do I do? And he told her now, it's time to put your entrepreneurial hat on. It's time for you to become that businesswoman. Go and sell. Go and sell the oil. That's what she had to do. Go and sell the oil. 
sell it, pay your debts. Now, the way things work today, I can only imagine she probably had to go back and, you know, pay those neighbors of hers who she borrowed the vessels from. You know, they gave it, they loaned them to her. She sold them. She made a profit. And maybe some people had compassion. Maybe some people knowing her situation said, you know what? Don't even worry about it. That's a love offering. Just go on, girl. Do your thing. I know what you're going through. Just don't worry about it. I don't know. I'm just surmising here. So um, after she did that, pay your debts. Now, the most important debt to pay was to pay the creditors who were, as she said, they're coming to take my two sons to be bondmen or slaves. She had to clear that debt. She couldn't go get a her did. She couldn't go get her nails, you know, get a mani and a petty. She couldn't do a, a spa day. She couldn't go out and get some new outfits and bags. No, she had to take care of the responsibilities. Had she not, she would have lost her sons and who knows what else. So she was obedient. The Bible says faith without works is dead. She had to put her faith and her works into action in this situation. So she took care of it. She took care of what she needed to do. And the man of God said, now you and your sons live off the rest. And so I always feel like even though this story didn't start off so good. I'm glad to see that it had a happy ending or a happier ending, much happier than it would have been had she not going to get help. Had she not known to get up and go to the man of God to see what I could do in this situation, it would have been far worse had she done nothing. She could have cried. She could have had a pity party. She could have stayed in the house, you know, with the, the drapes clothes, ashamed of the situation she found herself in. Now I'm a widow. My husband is dead. I'm broke. Uh, he died and I have no life insurance. I'm in debt. I didn't know about these things. And now to top it off, I'm about to lose my babies. And she didn't let that happen. No matter what she felt, you know, a lot of times we women, you know, we, we go through some emotional things and a lot of times we let the circumstances kind of overtake, uh, I'll say some of the things that we can do, you know, it's better to just try to remain calm. And sometimes we can't depending on the situation. It's better to remain calm. Look at the circumstances objectively and then try to put a plan in place. If it's something that is within your power to do, then do it. If not, then you have to always pray about things, but pray, see who you can trust, who you may be able to talk to, who you may be able to go to. Like I said in the beginning, there are so many agencies around today, so many places available. If you can't receive, say, tangible help, you can at least get some advice, some direction. A lot of times you'll call someone and they might say, you know, I don't 
do that or we don't do that at this firm or we don't. But you know what? There is an agency here or we partner with these people or I know of places, you know, you never know. So the thing is, you have to be bold enough. You have to be courageous enough. And in certain situations, you have to kind of humble yourself. You have to be humble enough to go and seek the help you need. Do not be ashamed or embarrassed. You know, I found myself in this situation. I've thought about it. I've done all I can do. It's not really panning out. I need some help. The very first line, it says, now there cried a certain widow. Oh, I'm sure she did a lot of crying in this entire situation from the beginning to the end. Hello, her husband died. She's now a widow. Life is about to change drastically. And then now she has to deal with and face things that she probably did not have to deal with before. So that's what we have to do. I'm going to close this out in these times that we live in. Y'all know things can get rough. I'm not even going to open up the door to all of the different things we go through and we experience in this life as women. But we have to know that we really have the power within. The answers are there. Sometimes we're just not really thinking clearly because of the emotion, because of the trauma, because of the things that we may be facing at that time. But They used to say, I think it's the United Way, where there's a will, there's a way. You can make it, sis. I'm a living witness. I've been through so much. I have many podcasts and stories, even in my books that I talk about some of the things that I've experienced. And today I'm sitting here. I'm in my recording studio. I'm alive. I'm aware. I am well. I am. You know what? I've been up these past several weeks. I've been waking up two, three, four o'clock in the morning. A lot of times I'm not going to bed. So I put my blanket back down. I go, I get on my knees at wee hours in the morning. I'm in prayer. I'm up reading the word or reading other materials. And then I try to get some rest. I'm starting to feel a little sluggish. So just excuse the little <laughs> slurs, murmurings. I, I I don't know. I'll probably go back and listen to this at some point. Like I said that wrong. I'm not drinking. I don't drink. I'm just a little sleepy. But um, <laughs> it's all good. I was about to say I'm about happier than I've been in a very, very long time. Grateful for the way that things are working out through all of the difficulties, through all of the changes, through all of the seasons of life that I've been through and will continue to walk through. I'm happy to say that as Romans 8 and 28 declares, all things are working together for my good. It worked out for this woman and it will work out for you as well. Look, just continue on. 
day by day. Just take steps, take baby steps, sit down and put your plan in action and then get up and work your plan. I talked about some things that I was endeavoring to do on several episodes and game time was one of them. I had to go back and listen to it. I talked about that in the previous episodes of this series. Oh, I definitely got my game on and I'm pushing ahead and I pray that you will do the same in every area of your life. And I will talk to you soon.